Unified MMA middleweight champion, KB Buller. What's going on, KB? Uh, how does that sound, man? It, it hasn't been too long since you got the strap. Yeah, it hasn't been too long, but I've been uh, I've been scheduled to defend it like a few months ago. Unfortunately, I got injured. I'm just itching to get back in there, man. Go back to that. Uh, th the fight was scheduled for this year, and then you got an injury. Talk about how that all transpired. Um, yeah, I was scheduled to fight um, Jordan Williams on March 14th. And then in the middle of training, about uh, I think it was about three to four weeks before the fight, I, uh, I tore my meniscus. And um, I thought I could push through it initially. But then once the MRI came back, it was revealed that it was a, a what's called a bucket handle meniscus tear, um, which means where the the posterior horn of the, the meniscus, which is like a piece of soft tissue in the knee, it completely tore around the rim of, of the meniscus itself, and it flopped over, and it, it formed this, um, this wedge in my knee that wouldn't allow my knee to straighten at all. So my leg was kind of like, my leg would only be this straight, but it was stuck in like this position. And no matter what I did, I, I no matter no matter what physical therapy or anything I did, it wouldn't work. So I had to have some sort of surgical intervention. And um, so I had the surgery done. And the surgeon, uh, Dr. Jesse Chance, he did an amazing job. And uh, now I'm just excited to get back to training. Free surgery, right? You're in Canada, so everything's free. Or what? Did it take a little uh, bit longer than normal, or well, did you get in there quick? The thing was, was that uh, I was gonna try and get it done publicly through the the public healthcare system, but then um, they were they weren't giving me like a clear time on when they could get the surgery done. Even though, like you say, you're an athlete, you this is what you do for a living, so they they still weren't giving me any clear agenda on when they could get me in. They said it could be anywhere from a month to six months. And I'm like a month to six months. I'm like, I can't, you know, that's kind of hard to deal with. So, you know, I took out a loan and I had to get it done. I had to get it done privately. The wow. private surgeon got me in. I went, I went consulted with the private surgeon and he's like, okay, we'll get you in on Tuesday. I saw him on Thursday. So it was, it was so fast. And if I didn't get it done at the time I, I, I had it scheduled, with the way the pandemic happened, I likely wouldn't have, who knows when I would have gotten in for surgery. So, so the way it so played out. Did you, were you able to get in? When did you get the surgery? Were you able to get in before they kind of started locking things down? Yeah, I got the surgery done on, I believe it was March 14th. Yeah, I think I got the surgery done. It was on March 14th. So, yeah, right before things got kind of crazy, and if I didn't get it done that that day, that week, then who knows? You'd just be sitting around at, at home, right? Just I'd be sitting around with a bent leg waiting uh, well, for the pandemic to end. <laughs> is there any word in your area when, when that's going to happen? Like, are you guys on lockdown or are you guys free to go around and do what you need to do? We are, um, we are on lockdown. Um, I wouldn't say it's a lockdown. It's kind of more just like a cautionary warning, more so from the government, um, in terms of how people are affected. But with uh, businesses and whatnot, businesses are completely shut down at the moment. But our state, uh, our province, Alberta, is planning to um, start to have a reopening plan. Um, so within the next few weeks, you'll start to see if select few businesses begin to open up again. 
Alright. Well, how how is the knee now? Have you been doing the rehab? No, I have my um my physiotherapist Raj Dillon at Pivotal Physio. He's been helping me uh, a lot. It's I'd say right now it's at about like eighty percent. I just can't I can't kick yet, and I can't like do any quick like sprinting movements yet on my leg. But it's getting uh, a lot lot better. I had a schedule. So what is the but, exact timeline? Uh, I should be at about a hundred percent, probably within the next, I'd say three to four weeks, is my estimation. I have to, I have a, a visit again with my doctor in the coming weeks, but should be about yeah, three to four weeks, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's a pretty quick recovery, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to do everything I can to to make it as as fast as possible. You had a, a period of a few years where you you did not compete at all, and and the story is uh, publicized. But what I wanted to go through is throughout those years you kept training, and uh, I wanted to talk about the skill development in those years. You know, how much do you think you just developed in your skill set just by training and not fighting? Um, good question. Uh, I guess I just had to find the. I found the consistency in the training and the development in my skills because I just loved what I was doing. Like, where before it felt like now it was like when I took a step back from fighting, I was still showing up, like because I wanted to show up because I loved the game, and that was my drive. But once, like, once I decided to to make this step back to fighting again, it felt easy because it was something I was naturally doing anyways. I was going out of my way to train and it felt, it didn't feel as much like a job anymore. It just felt like I was able to kind of live out my passion. And, uh, you know, I feel very lucky that I get to do that. And in like on a, like a technical scale of where, how my skills are improving, like it's kind of hard to say because like at the same time as I was improving, like I had a lot of training partners, like like Tanner Bozer, for example, who was like exponentially improving and extremely active. And when you're in the room with all these guys that are like really good, they're getting better as you're improving too. And it's just like this this little arms race with your training partner. So it's sometimes it's tough to see your own improvement. Even now, I think it's sometimes it's tough to see your own improvement. But your coaches, you know, they'll they'll let you know. So you were in the room with the pros. The whole time, then it wasn't like you were just taking regular classes. No, I was always doing the 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 protein classes because uh, I wanted to help my my training partners get ready for their fights. And um, I don't know. I feel like when you when you're training, like as a professional fighter, you don't even view training sessions anymore. You don't view it as like I train like two, three times per day. I think a lot of people they just they're in there all day and they're just living that kind of gym rat life like where all one training session bleeds into another session and into another session it just be, kind of becomes your lifestyle yeah now when you did come back you know you fought three times leading up to to the title fight three finishes man uh when you finally got the the news that you were going to fight for a title you know just after three fights what were the emotions like for you um I felt really good. Uh, I felt nervous too about the challenge. I felt uh, 
I, I felt like I, I knew that, yes, there was a title on the line, but I also knew that I had to prepare my body to be able to fight for five rounds, which is a, an entirely different pace. And when the camp started, like, my, my focus was entirely dedicated on, on making sure that I, I could maintain that championship pace because I had a feeling, like, with um, the fighter I was up against, Matt Dwyer, I knew that he was a guy that could bring that pace and keep that intensity for five rounds. And he was a, accomplished in his own right where he could ma- maintain and, and dish it out for the time because he was up at the time. So I knew I had of my endurance and my conditioning. So I worked really hard that camp to make that I would just peak, peak shape. And then the fight, the way it played out, the fight was a five-round fight. The fight was a, like a, a five-round war. So, yeah, thank, thank God I did the conditioning in the end. In, in the fight, what were some of the uh, in-fight adjustments you had to make? And looking back, what were some, some things that you felt you could have done better? I felt like, honestly, no, I feel like I could have done everything better. Um, leading up to the fight, I had like a few just minor little things that I was dealing with injury-wise, and then I kind of wish those didn't happen, but, you know, my opponent probably had the exact same kind of shit going on too. So that was kind of nagging on me, and then I had, uh, in the fight, I wish I didn't get, get clipped with, with Dwyer's uh, right hand as much as I did. He hit me with it a few times. It took me a, about a round to adjust. But, I mean, overall, it was just a very valuable learning experience to be able to fight those those 25 minutes and get that ring time in because all my fights before were were rather quick except for one that went to it. No, two that went to a decision. But the other ones were, were in and out. And I, well, basically, I, you know, I chalk up the what I could have done better in the fight to um, a not getting hit by Dwyer's right hand as much. I think that was a big, that was a big thing I could have improved upon. Um, and other than that, other than that, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I've uh, prevented the, the takedown that happened in the fourth, but even so I got, I battled back from that. And then the thing I valued though, most about that fight was the ring time, having that chance to, go all five rounds with a with a fighter like Dwyer and and get that ring time in because all my past fights before were, were rather short except for except for two two that went to a decision but other than that all my fights before were like quick knockouts or quick submissions do you feel you pushed yourself to the limits in that fight um i remember when i got backstage after that fight uh my teammates Graham Park and Chris Larson, who also won titles that night, um, they wanted to take a picture of the three of us together. But I was so mangled that I was laying on the ground with the belt kind of draped over my shoulder, and I physically could not get up. Like, just the adrenaline started to wear off, and the pain started to settle in. And I was laying on the ground with them, and then they got down on the ground with me, and we took the picture. But... um it was, uh, I think at that moment, I, I laid it down on, on all on the line. But I guess a little piece of you as a fighter always thinks like maybe you could have pushed a little harder. But I think I genuinely put it all, put everything I could out there. 
Now, moving forward, of course, you're in the middle of rehab and you say a few weeks from in, from now, you could be back to training and uh, kicking. And and uh, have you been working on like your hands more since you can't move the knee? What have you have you been doing stuff on the side? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's ultimately about just initially is doing what you can and keeping your head in it. First few weeks after surgery, I was just like studying a ton of tape. I would just ask my coach to send me some videos that he wanted me to look at. And uh, I'd study tape like crazy. And I'd study tape of fighters that I personally liked um, to watch a lot. And I just kind of do a lot of visualization and, and meditation on on the training itself to keep my mind in it. Then once my body was able to start moving, um, my knee was still immobile, but my upper body was starting uh, was still available obviously so I would do like a lot of work on the stability ball uh, sometimes I, I I work the bag while sitting on the stability ball just to get like my my torso and my shoulder alignment for my punches back and then gradually I build from there I start to work out my upper body with some strength training to keep the muscle on I do my physiotherapy for my legs and then eventually the knee would heal up and I'd start to just progressively add more and more if you kind of feel what I'm saying. Are you set on uh, defending your title when you get back to, to training and, and getting in a camp? Is that what is that what the plan is for you? Yeah, absolutely. I want to do uh, whatever the next step is, whatever the next step may be. I just, I want the, I want to, I, I ideally I want this, the, the pandemic to end like everyone else so we can, get back to to normal um within reason obviously um and then with regional promoters opening back up um fight for them or potentially take bigger opportunities elsewhere whatever whatever best fits yeah you're on the short list of uh the middleweight prospects out there that are not signed by uh, a major promotion, uh, a big organization. Uh, one championship comes to mind, you know, of course the UFC does, but going back to one championship, they seem to be very interested in, in uh, uh, Indian fighters. Could you see yourself out there in Asia? You know, they haven't had a show in India, but they're, they're, it seems like they're planning on doing that. Yeah, I could. Um, it all depends on, on what presents itself. I mean, it depends on the offer that presents itself and then whether it's one FC or UFC, um, we'll, we'll see, we'll see whatever it is. I mean, I've always had my, I've always had my head growing up as a kid. Like my dream was to fight in the UFC or pride. And then the landscape is just totally different now. So like my heart always has itself in the UFC, but you know, if one FC came with a, a nice offer too, I would definitely entertain that. All right. Well, hopefully your rehab goes well. Everything is good. You get back to training. The pandemic is over. Promotions open up and get you back <laughs> in there, man. Cause you're ascending man. And, and you can't stop that momentum. You got to keep going. So, uh, yeah, good but, luck to sure. you, man. And, uh, hopefully you, you get everything put together and, and, and get a fight announced soon. Thank you so much for the time. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you very much, John.